Thank you for tuning in to the Life of KG podcast. We are all about helping you guys in the beauty industry. Whether you're starting out in this industry or been in the business for years, we want to motivate you, educate you, and support you to grow. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to A Life of KG. So today I get to interview Lucy Argent. So for those that don't know Lucy, she has a chain of free salons. She has a product range and a training academy. So she's super, super busy. And I just absolutely loved our interview today. It was so fun. And we've just talked about literally everything. So I can't wait for you guys to hear. Um, Lucy also shared her story and how she basically manages running businesses around being a mum. She is a mum of a little girl at the moment and she's just about to give birth to her second literally any day like it could have even happened in the interview so without further ado here she is hi lucy hi katie how are you i'm good thank you so much for coming on oh you're welcome you're welcome i'm just sitting here waiting to give birth so <laughs> hopefully you don't day. give birth mid-show <laughs> i hope not my water won't break. I'm no. I'm I'm laying in a comfortable position, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready, not to give birth, but to chat to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we tell everyone, obviously, who you are and what you do? Yes. So, I'm Lucy Arden, um, and started off um, as a beauty therapist um, and a lash tech. So, about 15 years ago. Um, there was hardly any lash techs at that point so really built up a great lash business here in Cambridge um, eventually opening up my beauty salon uh, which we have three of now and we then went on to do the Cambridge Lash Company so again you know stocking products we have a training academy as well so locally we train lots of the local salons um, when I stop having babies, <laughs> we'd like to go a little bit more um, outside of our catchment area and really put, you know, 110% in. But I do keep getting pregnant, so I do need to wait. <laughs> Are these pregnancies planned or? <laughs> um, no, do you know, I met my other half. I haven't even known him two years. Um, he's known me longer pregnant than not pregnant. That so, is brilliant. Um, we'd only known each other three months and I... I got pregnant and then I had a mayor and got pregnant three months later again <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a long time I've forgotten what it's like to sit and enjoy a nice bottle of wine yeah definitely <laughs> I think that's a call for us to go out after this baby's out yeah oh my God, 100% take me anywhere <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so okay so you've grown an empire clearly um as long as being a mummy how long ago was it that you opened your first salon then and what made you decide to open your own so I worked in a nail bar um originally um I sort of had just a couch in their reception area which kind of 10 years ago wasn't really heard of you didn't have brow bars or lash bars or anything like that so I just had my couch up in their reception area and everyone thought I was absolutely crazy but it just meant that obviously I paid a low rent to this nail bar and they didn't have to compromise on space. So, and it just really worked. So after, God, less than a year, we were in three or four different hairdressers and nail bars um, and I had girls working for me. 
but it got to that point where I had no security. Mm-hmm. So I, they could kick me out at any time. And we had all of these clients wanting infills. So yeah, I decided to open up the salon so I could be a bit more in control. And I mean, that was eight years ago and it just, it just snowballed. I don't think there was anywhere around here that was, I don't want to call us not a proper beauty salon because we are, but we're, you know, we have the beds out the front. It is a really relaxed atmosphere. Um, so we kind of had that nail bar vibe, but we were obviously chatting to our clients and, and offering a professional service. And after Newmarket been open for be five years this year. So, so yeah, after three years, we opened another location, which was about 20 minutes away. Mm. And that was really to do the overspill because we were so busy and I didn't have enough room to put the all the lash techs. So yeah, we opened Newmarket up and then that became busy in its own right. So it didn't really solve the original problem. Um, but yeah, over the years, I sort of vowed I wouldn't open another one. As you probably know, Katie, it's quite, quite stressful and um, yeah. demanding. Um, but yeah, when I was on maternity leave last year, we took on um, a premises for the Came Josh company so we could stock all of our stock and also host our training. And they had a spare bit at the back. So I opened salon number three and decided to dedicate it to skin, um, which isn't my forte. I am all sort of lashes but I've got a couple of girls that work for me that are really passionate about it so yeah they they run the skin clinic which was a really nice add-on to the other salons so I decided to do that on my maternity leave which was crazy but (laughs) all that thinking time that's why (laughs) exactly I just thought I've got this time spare because when the babies are so small they're quite they sleep a lot and I thought wow this is really easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but when they start moving around I obviously realized what motherhood was about Um, but I've got such a great team in all of the salons so I'm able to you know take some time to obviously enjoy my baby um, and they're taking the reins on but yeah it's just all gone from strength to strength really we've we've won awards and which have really kind of helped us get to where we want to be Um, but yeah, it's just it's just gone crazy. I think the world of lashes has gone crazy, really. People yeah, love so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it must be the same for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen with your businesses, it's once you've got someone in for lashes, they've got to come for infills. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, so are both two of your salons then just purely lashes, and then the other one's purely skin. Um, yeah, so that was purely skin. We do offer everything. Um, so we added over the years, we did start off just lashes and brows and nails, but we've added in as the years have gone on. Um, we do offer everything. Um, so we are environ salons um, across the board for all of them. And we're strong um, environ advocates. We love um, everything skin as well. Hence why we open the skin clinic. Um, but we're we're known for lashes. That's what we're known for. So we have the beds out the front, and they're always occupied doing lashes. So everything else is like a bonus add-on. Yeah. So, but yeah, our main focus is is lashes. That's so good. So obviously now you're running free salons. Like you've got your training academy, your product line. Yeah. Like how the hell do you manage it all? I have no idea. People say this to me all the time, and I'm always <laughs> like, I don't actually know. But then when I listen to you, I'm like, how do you do that? 
know. It's same to you, exactly. And like juggling a family and, you know, a house, like silly things like putting a wash on. Yeah. And I think it kind of, I look at it like all week and I think I really must wash, you know, my washing. Um, but I just haven't got the time. All I've got to do is put it in the washing machine, but it, it's a whole process. So, um, I mean, I think I've got a great team. Um, I have my right-hand man, Katie. She's been involved with the Cambridge Lash Company with me from day one. Um, she is so great on, like, the computer and doing all of that side of stuff. So she, she pretty much does everything. Mm. Um, she's area manager for the salons and does the Cambridge Lash Company stuff and does training. She's just a great all-rounder. And that support for me is, is so huge. Um, but, yeah, I think having a good team in place, uh, I'm really, really, really focused on, on, a, on a good team. We meet up on a regular basis. We have lots of training sessions. We do lots of stuff together as a team. Um, and that's why I get so gutted when someone leaves. Yeah. I get really upset. I think I spoke to you about this before. Um, yeah. And you kind of express the same. You become, you know, get to know your your staff and get on so well with them and then unfortunately if someone does leave it's just a sad a sad moment leaves a really big hole in the salon yeah I think because everyone's always so close in a salon environment and I always say you're with your team more than you are your family most of the time and you so when someone does leave like everyone is going to go at some point and spread their wings and do whatever but you take it so personally oh god I do I I mean I've I've tried to grow that thick skin over the years and try and obviously put that shield up but I get so involved like all of the girls um, they have their own personal Instagram and I really believe that people or the clients like buy into people Mm -hmm. so I, I really push them to have their own identity have their own Instagrams and really build up their own client base within the salon so I get them to enter competitions. So they enter makeup competitions, lash competitions. And so they can actually be an award-winning therapist themselves within yeah. my business. And I really push that. And sometimes it works in my favor because I've got some really great you know, team members um, who hope to be with me for a long time. But equally, it builds them up to obviously start their own business, which I fully support. Um, but I always do get upset to see someone leave. That's probably the saddest part of the whole job, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, juggling everything. Oh, it was a lot easier pre-children, for sure. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. When the, the, the business used to be your baby. Oh, it's so much easier. And I think I learned a really, about two years ago, I decided to step out of the business and not be, I did a couple of days lashing because I like to see my clients. But rather than being in it, and trying to do everything all at the same time, which I couldn't give 100% to my clients and running the business, I stepped back and I did office days, which meant I could grow the business. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, since doing that, I've seen a huge difference in how things have run, clients coming in, profit lines, and all of that kind of thing. Um, it all changed when I took myself out. Um, and since having a mayor, I haven't actually gone back as a therapist um I did go back over Christmas for a couple of days and I loved every single minute um but yeah it's it's definitely better if I can be out of it and and work on the business rather than try and do everything and fail (laughs) I love I love that you say that because it's literally what I teach my like salon owner students like business students all the time because 
we get so engrossed in being a therapist and then yes. like we guilty for stepping out we think the clients are going to go if I'm not doing their lashes yeah like you don't know if you can trust your team like there's so much stuff around oh, no. it's not until you step out and then your business grows because all that time you're then working on the business absolutely it just it just it just so the thing to do like that people can't really see when they are in it 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 works it does yeah. work a hundred percent and I, I know i think you think you get really overprotective of your clients like you know you have them for over 10 years and you think oh god i don't know if i can trust so and so with them but they're still there they're still coming they love the and actually i think they quite liked having someone new and fresh do their yeah. treatment um, yeah definitely and I think a lot of the time as well it's about there is that fear of them going oh, okay they're going to go to that client that sorry that therapist and then yeah. like, if that therapist leaves then the client's going to leave but if you you've got you have to make sure you've got the best girls that are to your standard but at the Absolutely. same time building a brand so then if yeah. that therapist was to go as much as that client loves that therapist they're going to want to stay with the brand 100% and I think that some of the girls have left we have lost clients and some of them I have been really sad about I think oh my god you know Susan's gone and I've, I've had her for 10 years but the majority of them as you say do stay with the salon and yeah. you know a, a loyal client is rare but equally when you have them I cherish them um, yeah definitely and a lot of time they end up coming back anyway if they do go oh, walk I think when the therapists do leave and they and they set up by themselves, I think there's that freedom, isn't there, unless you're and you're self-employed and you're like, I'm not going to work Saturdays, I'm not going to work Friday afternoons. And it may not obviously have the hours that suit the client. Um, and mm -hmm. as a salon, we open from like nine to eight o'clock at night. So obviously it might be better suited for them. And you're right, a lot of clients do come back. So it's just yeah. having a trust, isn't it? yeah definitely and that is the hardest bit especially when like the the, the the salon's your livelihood oh and like you say it's your first baby I mean I'm I'm mid-30s now and as I say I've only just met my partner because lots of previous relationships failed because I put the business first because I so knew where I wanted to be yeah so that, you know spending time with a boyfriend or anything like that obviously hindered that and I didn't see it at the time, but it, it was a breakdown of the relationship. So, but then Definitely. it also gave me more time to then focus on the business. So I'd get excited again um, after a breakup. Very strange. With, with the relationships though, going a little bit personal and deep now, yeah. but did you ever find that they were threatened because you had all of this stuff? Because I know that's definitely what I find, the reason why I'm Hopefully. so strong. <laughs> they'll, they'll say, oh, I want a strong, confident woman and all of this stuff. And I, I like it that you've got your own stuff, your own house and your own car. But when it actually comes down to it, they don't. They want you to need them for something. Yeah. Um, and yeah I, I I really struggled with that over the years I found like I could really like tick a lot of things off my list when it came to a man it was like a big fat cross like I was like why am I failing at this I can do you know I can open another salon and I can do it in a blink of an eye but this man business I found quite tough yeah definitely <laughs> I really did and but you know the guy that I've met now he I think he he's he's really driven and he has his own focus we almost have two kind of separate lives and I, I don't think I wanted that I think I wanted someone to be on board with my life but actually I'm quite enjoying I like that we have our own 
things that we do um he's he's a builder so he loves going off and building his houses and he's focused and then I can focus on the salons without anyone moaning at me yeah so, I yeah. think that's definitely the best way to be rather than in each other's pockets and yeah totally especially oh. if you are a worker I think yeah it's hard. it's hard you don't you want to sit on your phone and update things and you are doing work related stuff but it can obviously interfere into your personal life so yeah well, I'm glad you got your happy ending yeah no I did I, I, I keep going for these older men thinking that was the uh the way forward but actually this was a a 28 year old spring chicken I thought oh no he's a bit young but actually it's worked out well he got me pregnant you see so there you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that's hilarious <laughs> oh that's cool so like, obviously you've had this massive business journey then you're going through like, what have nearly 10 years or yes so um well the first time I was in um I was there just working there for a couple of years where I started off doing lashes and then I actually got the opportunity to go to outer Mongolia and open the first spa in a five-star hotel out there such a strange opportunity that came along I was only 21 but it was the best thing I ever did so I actually lived in outer Mongolia for 18 months Um, I trained up girls in a spa there in all of the treatments and I lived there and we opened up uh, well the people I worked for opened up a hotel part of small luxury hotels of the world and yeah it kind of made me into the person I'd never really left home or done anything you know in the world so it was a good kick for me so yeah when I got back it was then I had that focus of obviously setting up the business and and going forward from there and lashes were just booming at the time so I just kind of grabbed onto onto that really yeah wow what a great opportunity and I bet that really helped you of kind of managing like your own team and oh totally and they you know didn't speak great English so the whole thing rounded me as a person um, at, a, at quite a young age as well. So it meant I could get ahead when I wanted to get ahead. Uh, it was a scary thing. I don't think I could do it now. I've a bit, got a bit more of the fear now I've got older. But I think when you're younger, it's you've got no to throw caution to the wind. Just yeah, sort of nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So over these like years of you having your own business then, what would you say? Because you must have had so many like ups and downs. And obviously I know what it's like. It's a massive yeah. roller coaster. One minute you want to chuck the towel in, next minute you yes. have to the best life ever. Oh, <laughs> what, so would you, what would you say has been your biggest struggle out of all these years? Oh, I think the the biggest mistake I made when I opened my second salon, I did it with money that was already in the business bank account and I wasn't watching the cash flow and I got my when I opened it I had myself in huge debt um because then you know your back bills start coming out and tax bills and I didn't have the money there to pay for it because I'd spent it Mm -hmm. so I was quite angry at myself actually I had to remortgage my house and that was definitely a, a low for me because I just thought how have I been so stupid um, why didn't I go to the bank and ask for a loan and I would be in a lot better situation at this point because um, the salon was working and it would have been a shame to have closed the doors because I made a silly mistake yeah. so I have to say that I learned a valuable lesson there and don't get me wrong I still keep doing things wrong um, that I learned from but I think that's the the whole process I think 
I think sometimes I know I'm doing something for the best, but actually I learn from it and then I go. And that's why it's great having good people around me because now Kate has been with me for seven years now and she'll, she'll pull me back and say, don't do that because now she's got to know me. So it's good to have that support there from other people um, to pull me back in. Um, I think you did a post about it's okay to say no. Yeah. That um, was great. And it's, and it's so true. Like, yeah, you don't have to say yes to everything. I know. And I do. I'm like, if something comes my way, I'm like, perfect, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. But it's really important that I've got that person next to me that says to me, stop just say no we're not going to this we're not going to that you're not taking that on you don't need to I think it's like someone offered um a property just down the road and said oh are you interested and I'm I'm packing up my bag ready to go and have a look around mm. and you know Paul's like you need to put your bag down and sit down right now <laughs> you're having another baby <laughs> so yeah I'm like and baby fourth salon <laughs> I know and that was a really good post for me that you did because I was like, actually, yeah, do you know, it is okay to say no. Yeah, um, it and is. And I think is everything, especially how we are naturally like, go, go, go. Want yes. to say yes to everything. Like sometimes you've got to think, why, what is the end goal? Why am I doing it all? Or, yeah. Stretching yourself too thin sometimes isn't good. Like you have to concentrate no, I agree. on what you've already got. But that's funny you say about the keys to that other building because I don't know what it is, but whenever there's a building that's up for sale or yeah. business is folding, I'm not always the one that gets the call. Oh my God. Do, do you and want then, this building? And I'm like, ah. Oh. And I'm like, please just don't, I'm like, don't even tell me the opportunity because I'd rather not know. Because yeah. um, as you start getting into it, you're like, oh, well, maybe I could, you know, do X, Y, and Z. I mean, the other day, I'm like, I was going to open a barber's. I, mean, I know nothing about hair I know nothing about men's hair um but all of a sudden I just sat there and thought well that would be good but maybe and I mean if if I told my other half this he would literally have to just chain me to the house and just say stop so <laughs> well so. I'm not the best person to talk to because I could be like well just just buy it do it up I know. It and sell it We'd be terrible together, wouldn't we? If we're bouncing ideas off each other, we'd be like, well, should we do this, 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 this? Be awful. I, I, honestly, I don't stop. Like, I'm exactly the same. I know. I, I, when I watch all of your Insta stories and stuff, and I'm like, I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> what is she doing now? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would you say has been your proudest moment of your business years? Um, I think being, being recognised. I've never, I've never done the business to you know be recognized for anything it was I just wanted somewhere to lash and that was a secure place and that was my my only aim and in 2017 um I won an award for business person of the year and that kind of like steamrolled into other other awards and just to know just being recognized even just to be nominated it's just so nice because you kind of get on this roller coaster of work and you know building as you say building the brand and it's just sometimes nice for someone to give you a little pat on the back and say you've done a good job because um, mm -hmm. I certainly won't do that to myself so I say yeah my proudest moment was winning that award um, it was only local in our sort of Cambridgeshire area but it, it was so huge for me and it was so nice for the salons and for the girls and the team so I say that was one of my proudest moments for sure no, oh, that's so nice. And it is yeah. it, winning awards is amazing. And I think people that 
are listening that haven't even put themselves forward for a wardrobe definitely should like even if you don't get in or win like it's such a like filling out the application forms or putting your work forward it's such a massive learning curve for your business it is and also you can have a look at your figures as well sometimes it's good to have a look (laughs) they tell you to write some figures down and I think oh yeah okay see where we're at I mean yeah I think the awards really has given us a boost and also it's a great form of marketing and even just to be nominated I think the awards have got quite big now haven't they it's it's, this year I can certainly see a lot more people have entered um, the awards and have got nominated and it's nice to see and they're a great they're a great event as well when you go um, just take the team and have some drinks it's been it's been a nice experience with all the awards I do I do enjoy it we're having a year off this year um Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because of the baby but yeah I definitely encourage any any lash artists or therapists or salons to enter awards and I think you would say the same wouldn't you yeah definitely I mean we won our first award in 2014 and that was lash tech of the year and I literally couldn't believe it I was sobbing on stage (laughs) I just wasn't expecting it but I would say literally from that year that's when my business boomed and maybe I don't know if it was because of that award or like you said, it give you recognition. It give you more confidence to be like, okay, I'm doing something right. And, and people that are not necessarily in your industry or know you personally actually have read about you and think you're worthy of this award. It's, it's, it's a lovely, a lovely feeling. And I think a lot of people can spend money on marketing, but actually you know doing the awards is a great form of marketing so definitely yeah yeah. and if you use it um cleverly because and I think you're exactly the same as me when it comes to this but if we win awards we don't just pull it up on social media and there you go I'm writing to the papers I'm writing to all the magazines yeah or you see my face in every magazine (laughs) do you want to do a little story on me and again it can just be local um magazines but you know, I like I cut every single one out. I've got a little scrapbook and I keep them in there. And it's just something nice as well for me to show my daughter when she's old enough to say, you know, look at look at what we did and hopefully inspire her to to do similar things. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the same for you and Loda as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Have a scrapbook. So good. Yeah, just like, any awards that anyone's finalists in, like don't even win, even finalists. Let's so just promote it as much as possible to get totally. yourself out there. No, I totally agree. Definitely. So obviously you have your little girl who's gorgeous yes. and you could give birth right now. We don't know. <laughs> right now it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> How has pregnancy been for you while you're like running the businesses and even your first pregnancy obviously your first one's very different to your second one what was that like running the businesses um I still work as a therapist um a couple of days a week with the first one um I'd have to say I haven't enjoyed being pregnant I'm not sure if many women enjoy being pregnant really I haven't yet to meet many ladies I loved it they loved it did you I loved it I'm weird I loved it oh I just I I'm trying this time to embrace it but I just no I just can't on um but first time around yeah I was still working in the salon and I I I was unwell obviously like you get more tired etc so I I did get quite frustrated I think that I couldn't do what I wanted to do all the time I couldn't work the way I wanted to work so I learned a very valuable lesson through the first pregnancy that for this pregnancy I have tried to get a better work-life balance um, which has definitely helped I felt a lot better this pregnancy for sure um I just don't know what I'm gonna do when this one is here and I've got I have actually got two 
babies, two children. I know. Um, <laughs> like, are you going to have maternity leave? Um, well, is I, there I, such I, thing when we run businesses? No, I didn't with. With the mayor, I, I, I had her at home and I went up to bed after she was born and I was laying with her and then I was screenshotting the um, reviews and sending them to the girls and updating Instagram and, and then <laughs> said to the girls, like, oh, I've just had the baby. They were like, oh, my God, like, have a day off. But um, I don't know. Can you have maternity leave? I think... I was, I was back in salon three days later sorting out staffing issues. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> literally i think we're separated at birth i, I think that... I, <laughs> I found my long lost sister oh do oh, i'm i'm a sec i think it's a lot easier now now i'm not in salon um and also i've got like i've got everything for my phone i've got my laptop so i can actually i've got managers at each side and i can communicate with just them through my phone whatever time of day send whatsapps and i can kind of manage everything from my phone so yes I'll kind of be resting in the sense that I'm not physically going out somewhere but actually when it comes to doing the work can you really escape it no, no. I mean I, I'm terrible I sit at home 10 30 at night and I'm still doing things yeah 100 percent. I was doing that last night but then I think that like even though it's a business and it's work like we love it so we for me I don't know you might be different but I would prefer to work than put on some shitty tv show Unless it's Love Island. <laughs> oh, of course. Are you watching it? Yes. Yeah, me too. I can't um, believe I like these twenty-year-olds. I'm like a right perv. <laughs> literally, I know, but everyone's so young. Like, <gasps> I know. Even just throw in a twenty-four-year-old or something, like anything. <laughs> like they're all twenty. <laughs> like, oh, how old are you? Twenty. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Oh, don't. Yeah, I do like. But I think something like Love Island's good for people like us that can't switch off. You need a little bit of a bit of toots in your life, don't you? A little bit of a little yeah. bit of crack TV. So, well, I still think I'm young enough to go on, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you are. They should do a bit more of an age range, don't you think? Well, or, I think so. They should. I think they should do. This is just because I'm jealous. I think that they should do more of an age range. <laughs> And where are the single parents at? <laughs> Maybe that's why they do it. So they're like, everyone's really young, so they haven't like had kids or got baggage or anything. So they're free. Not, like, let's just get this straight though. Not like I'd leave Lola for six weeks. I mean, it sounds amazing, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know, we'll just leave our kids. Bye. Please, you can watch mummy on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be Lola, do you approve of this guy? <laughs> Oh, don't you see? Yeah, you're cracking on with someone in the villa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they don't send people like us in. <laughs> yeah, most really not would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, that's so funny. So you make me laugh this baby out. <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> so, tell what's your kind of life look like then? So, when it comes to overall managing a home life obviously being a partner being a mummy nearly a mummy yeah. running a business like where is your work-life balance well I don't have one <laughs> <laughs> I I went sort of like on maternity last week and I have to say I have been good I've done a couple of like trips to the salon but I'm trusting in the girls I'm learning the art of delegation so it has meant I get to spend some time at home, which has been nice. Um, we're also renovating our house. So Paul's building an extension on the back. So 
we live in a building site also it was all very bad timing everything really so um <laughs> it's it absolutely crazy here so um I, I don't know what it looks like from an outsider's perspective but I always feel from my perspective looking out it looks like chaos um you know I've got baby on my hip I've got trying to search through my bag to try and get the banking to get to the bank before they close and the girls need price lists and and orders gone to one salon or not the other so I think it's quite chaos but I've got it organized in my mind but I, I I don't know what it looks like from an outsider's point of view whether they think I look like a crazy lady or they think that I've got it together I might have to ask someone I mean looking from like social media you look like you've got it together but day to day good old social media you put up the, all the best stuff <laughs> yeah I think I think from day to day I mean it like like today for example it I probably I didn't get dressed until 11 o'clock um just because bathing the baby sorting the baby out getting a wash on doing stuff and Paul doesn't go outside till a bit later so I I have him so I use him to the best of my ability so I can get some jobs done so and then before you know it you know it's 2 30 I'm chatting to you and then it's the end of the day yeah well, hey. it all whizzes by it really does so but yeah I'm gonna have to ask someone what it looks like from from their point of view so but I think just being organized is is the key and I kind of wake up with a list in my head of what I need to achieve that day and just to make it as realistic as possible and to just to trust like today in the new market salon we have a makeup masterclass and usually I would go I'd help the girls do the goodie bags film it put it on social media and I'm not going and it really I've itchy feet and I have to try and the girls are going to do an amazing job but I have that control issue so um they're going to smash it and they'll do great so it's, it, it would do me good not to go so oh i know how hard that is though so hard yeah are you the same oh yeah definitely definitely I get like i'm absolute control freak but at the same time <laughs> i am good at stepping back but then when i step yeah. back, i'm like oh they might need me and they're like we don't need you like <laughs> we are fine doing this on our own we've been doing it on our own for however long I'm like, i know you just feel like you want to i feel like i want to help or be a support in some way and I think maybe when I'm at home, I don't want them to think that I'm just sort of at home, sipping my Yeah, the there will always be that back guilt. You feel guilty. Yeah, I feel guilty. Yeah. But it's like, I know that they don't think that of me. They know that I'm obviously about to give birth. And even if I wasn't, I'd be doing other things. Um, and, and they love it and enjoy it. And probably when I go, I'm just in the way. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was in a team meeting the other day and I was like... Yeah. I'm, 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 I only pop in there like twice a week anyway, but I now need to carve that back. So I always tell yeah. them and keep them up to date with what I'm doing and what's going on in business. And I was like, so I might just pop in for an hour and then pop back out. Like, I was like, do you not even care? And they were like, no, not really. Just come whenever you want. And I'm like, okay, because it's this guilt of you just want like their reassurance all the time. Yeah. And that you also like, I want them to know that I care yeah and of course of course I do care but I, I think you have to have that level of presence but actually my level of presence is, is communicating through emails and whatsapps and you know that daily to, you know, tasks of what we need to do for the day and then to trust the girls to tick them off and do it and and they do 
and everyone does such a great job and I just need to learn the art of delegation and sit back and if they need me they know where I am yeah it's definitely <laughs> delegation's key it did take me a while to get that but I'm really good at it now <laughs> <laughs> you can give me some tips please I need to I need to like chill out a little bit some days like I feel like I'm too like on them and too microscopic and actually just actually go and enjoy my day and they nothing's bad's gonna happen you'll have to give me some tips yeah I've got this form actually and my um one of my business coaches give me it and it's yeah. got, it's called opportunities list I'll send you it and it's basically okay. got your column it'll have a team member column in it and then it will have a column that's called Mary Poppins okay <laughs> so Mary Poppins obviously like is this person that does everything so you write in your column, right? Doesn't make sense. But in your column, you'll write every single job that you physically do during the week, like every job, even if it's right. from the email blast, from texts, from doing your day lists for your girls, like whatever job you do, you write in your list, and okay. then you would delegate that to either a team member or to Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins is an outsource. Right, I see. So it's really good when you write all of this down to be like, bloody hell, I do all of this. But actually, that job could easily go to this team member or this job I can outsource to another company, which is going to cost me hardly nothing. And do, are, they good, are they good companies to outsource to? Yeah, there's loads. So say, for example, Fiverr. I don't know if you've heard of Fiverr. No. Okay, search it when you get off here. Like, um, there's the app. You can just download it, Fiverr. And it's all like... Um, there's a lot of outsourcing to different countries so like india and places like that and everything's really cheap but the quality right. of their work is amazing so it might mean if you need loads of posters doing you outsource it to them if you oh. need um oh, i don't know like whatever there will be something on there like all your email marketing or social media or anything yeah. whatever you want you're doing i'm pretty sure you could outsource it and they do everything yeah, for literally like hardly nothing. There's virtual assistants on there for hardly nothing. No way. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to get on that. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R? Yes. I'm just I think that's how you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. I'm like, yeah, Fiverr. Okay. I'm going to, have to get on that. Yeah, so I'll send you the form. It's just a little form that I've made. And you've got your column, a team member, and Mary Poppins. That's what I, what I need. I think I also now delegate onto Katie my Katie and then she's at the moment she's like training a girl in the salon she's doing payroll she needs to test new tweezers for Cambridge Lash Company oh my god I need a Katie oh honestly she's she's unbelievable completely selfless as well and she just wants to work hard and she's she's just come back from maternity leave we actually had babies at the same time not planned so yeah she's back three days a week and she's just fantastic but equally I'm aware that she's doing these jobs and then she won't delegate them out so then I've just passed my stuff on to her and she's sitting at home you know nine o'clock at night trying to figure out you know pensions for the girls or something silly and you know it's again if there was some some she could outsource her jobs we need to have a nice line of outsourcing yeah well there you go you can both have a sheet and fill it out yeah great yeah please send me that I will do so what's Thanks. next for you then Lucy with the businesses oh I think a chill year having a chill year I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take like six months off with my new baby and with a mayor and just just maybe just try I think I was so 
desperate to get back to work. Um, I had a mayor and she was a really good baby and I, I wanted her off the boob and I wanted to get back to work. And I think I set up the skin clinic and took on the headquarters because I felt like I needed to prove something yeah. that I can pop this baby out and be a working mum, but um, I could do it all. And it was, I won't say easy, but I was juggling it fine at the beginning. But obviously the first six months, the baby just is asleep. <laughs> so yeah, it's literally easy with a newborn. Oh my God, it's a dream. I remember having a bath and she was um, on top of the toilet in her like little um, bed thing. And I was drinking a glass of wine and I thought, this is the life. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't last like that. Um, Mate, wait until she gets to four. <laughs> oh, don't. That's what I mean. Every, there's like a new hurdle, isn't there? Like every kind of couple of months there's something new I bet you've got yeah. all the sass now and like the guilt as well with working with like Loli's not even a toddler oh. anymore she's an actual child she's a real life child <laughs> she's a real human <laughs> and now school runs and like working around that I really really panicked when she started school because she was in nursery before and yeah. it was so like there were really long hours and they were flexible and obviously if one day I didn't want to take her in I didn't have to because it's nursery and we had such a like on the go life and she was always yeah. great and then school started and I thought this routine mm. routine and then I thought we're like a bunch of soldiers so I can't even say the word soldiers soldiers <laughs> soldiers all going into school like oh I hated it but I really at the same time that yeah but it was really hard around like running the business and stuff doing school especially when you don't have anyone else to pick them up well of course and she's going to have after school clubs surely and have all that start as well and yeah friends and we, we didn't we done the after school we still do the after school club so she's in after school club most of the time and the yeah. deal of after school club was horrendous and she hated really? it which is even worse oh no so we come up with a plan and we've got a little pat that we made last week yeah and so she's going into off school club two to three times a week now rather than the five, but right. less time. So there's basically two sittings. There's one that's quarter past four and then one that's half five. So I'm now putting her into quarter past four. So we've come to terms on that. And then compromises. Yeah, compromising at four <laughs> year old. And then the other days we've decided that I'll pick her up at three, but mummy has to work still. So she can come home, chill, play in her bedroom, watch TV mummy works till five would you prefer that or after school club she's like no I want to come home so I was like okay so we started that last no we started that this week and bless her Lucy literally on Tuesday she was like mummy I've been so good for you while you're working haven't I oh don't it must be so nice to communicate like, <laughs> like, like that so just good. Like, oh I can't wait for that stage where I can say what would you like yeah especially oh, like, when you are having to work so much as well when you can communicate yeah. why and the guilt kind of goes a bit and they understand why you are working yeah totally like, she doesn't ever get mad that I'm working and you're obviously able to work from home and I think that's that's getting that work-life balance you're not having to be in the salon or you know away you're actually you can be present but you you need to do work exactly so I'm, yeah, still, I'm like cooking dinner while I'm, while I'm working like and then yeah. at five o'clock I'll kind of shut off we'll have dinner together and then we'll have a shower or bath whatever with no work and then I'll put it to bed for seven she'll be asleep by ten past seven and then I'll be on it working again oh is she a good sleeper yeah amazing I'm so lucky oh 
that's what that's my next kind of hurdle is the sleep thing she does crawl in my bed in the middle of the night I'm not gonna lie but most of the time I wake up and she's just there <laughs> you're like oh hi or the thing is though there'll be a day where she won't and you'll miss it and you'll be like oh you don't want to come in my bed anymore it's, yeah it's... especially when she has like a weekend at her grandparents and then like I've got all oh, I can like spread out in the bed <laughs> and the next morning, I'm like oh this is boring I'm on my own I know I think I think there's this huge thing in the UK about your child sleeping and being independent and put them in their own room and you know I, I don't know I've I've not done that with she she is in her own room but we didn't do the crying out method or anything like that. We've, we've let her kind of do her own thing. And we're just trying to get her into a bit of a routine at the moment before the new baby comes. But we, we've probably got there a bit slower. But, yeah, we're just trying to tackle a few little bits and pieces now. But Yeah, I always think whatever works for the individual person. Like, there's no yeah. wrong. Like, people need to give people a break. <laughs> Don't they? I've never had – I mean, when it comes to business, obviously, you're on your own path and – you know take advice from people and you just kind of go with it but when it comes to motherhood wow people really do have strong opinions about stuff and yeah. you sort of sit and listen and you think oh okay I'm not sure that'll work for me but thanks for the advice but if you don't do what they've said there's even more of an opinion you're like ah I know I know it's hard but hard well as on uh, the mummy subject what yes. if you give any advice when it comes to a mummy wanting to open up their salon what would you what advice would you give okay. um i'd say if, if you've just had a baby enjoy your baby um i think i'll definitely spend more time with this newborn before sort of heading back into work but i think Again, if you're going to go into a salon or open a salon, just make sure you've got people around you that you can delegate to and who can support you and help you so you can spend time with your baby and also work. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, you'll work to a certain time. So you've got your set work hours and then you've got your set times that you spend with Lola or you spend with your baby and, you're, and you stick to that. Because I think if you don't set it out in a timetable almost, you just either work all the time and try and do the baby thing at the same time. And then the only person that gets stressed is you. And then I'll take it out on my baby and it's a big vicious circle. So, yeah, I think having set work times is the is the key. Yeah. For sure. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, can people contact you, Lucy, if they want to shout out or say how much they love this podcast? yeah say, say that again sorry katie where can they shout out to you where's best to connect like your social media um yeah on instagram so um the salon at number five instagram um or my personal instagram which i did have it private then i made it public and then i've made it private again i'm having this real battle and i don't know if if you had that because i know oh, you're no, i'm open like, to the world <laughs> you're open to the world and do you know what i think I, I sort of used you as my example and I was like I'm going to do this I'm going public <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I love watching your Insta stories and things with Lola as well and it's inspiring for me and especially the days where I'm like oh, I don't know if I can do this and then I can see that other mums are doing the same I'm like yes I can and I went public for about two weeks and I don't know why I just freaked out and made it private again I don't know Aww. why so but my um yeah my I think I'm gonna make it make it public again but that's Lucy Lash 45 
just from back in the day when I was Lucy Lash, when I actually was lashing. Um, but I'm, I'm a real Instagrammer over Facebook. Are you? Are you more instagram than facebook or are you been i was always facebook and now i'm heavily instagram like i update that daily without fail um, Absolutely. But I'm trying to get back into facebook again because when it comes to booking courses and booking appointments for the salon we yeah. get back to our business through facebook yeah it's we funny isn't it in more of a, like share stories on insta like i'll connect to a lot more business owners on insta right it's yeah i find if i do like a model call i don't really get anything from instagram but i'll get everything from facebook yeah um so yeah facebook as well and even the the cambridge lash company instagram um we just did a post about working mums on there and we're offering some discount off courses for working mums um and we're adding on like a little business bit at the end like how to set up your own little lash business from home and it just went crazy so like the inbox was just filling in with like can I have some more information and I think there's quite a lot of mums out there that have gone back to work after their maternity leave and they're in a job that they absolutely hate yeah so, definitely. I think that's such a good idea as well oh, just to give people you know same as what you're doing you're able to work from home with your baby I'm doing the same so if we can give that opportunity to people and to because social media now you don't need to hire marketing companies or anything like that you can do everything yourself mm-hmm. it's just knowing how and if we can pass on any knowledge that we've got to these ladies then yeah we we really want to do that so that's kind of our our focus at the moment i think once we've taken this year just to chill a bit we'll we'll really focus on the Cambridge Lash company there's definitely there's, I mean, I know lots of people do training now and there's lots of products out there and that kind of thing. But I think there's enough people to go around to obviously offer the training. So we would like to focus more on the Cambridge Lash Company for sure. Yeah, that's great. And I do think that like, everyone's saying it's oversaturated enough now, but it's, it's not like it's, right. compared to the nail industry, lashes is still a baby industry. It's not. Yeah, totally. And I think the kind of training as well, you know, there there's people that are mentoring there's people that are helping people do fan practice all this kind of thing i think i think there's a market for every single little thing um and you know on our our courses especially we really focus on obviously sticking the lash on in the first place but also how to set up your own business because once they've gone into the big wide world after doing eyelash extensions it's hard enough anyway to really get yourself into a bit of a routine with it but then once you have like getting clients through the door, how do you do that? Do you have the right equipment? So, you know, the right couch, a stool, the light. And we just, you know, just having that knowledge and recommending things. And we go into quite depth with stuff like that. So, and we enjoy training. It's, I think there maybe are some poorer um, academies out there that maybe are not kind of lash focused so um, we do have a lot of ladies that will then come and see us after I'm terrible so if they message me and say I've been on this lash course um, you know down the road so so blah 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 and I didn't have very good experience I'm like come on ask for free <laughs> <laughs> do you? <laughs> I'm terrible I'm like because I just want them to see I don't want them to like have that bad experience and never do it ever again yeah um, and sometimes it's just not about the money. It's, it's, it's about actually regaining someone's trust and that they can do it and that they can do lashes. And, 
you know, I'm just, Katie shouts at me all the time. She's like, another person. I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. Just sort of spread the lash love because you're anyone gonna be, You're going to be influxed with messages after this saying how bad <laughs> that course is now. <laughs> Please, no, honestly, Carl, I'm, I'm so, even if someone's been on our, even our course um, and then they haven't had time to practice, I'm like, come back on a date of, of your choice and bring a model and we can be there just to support them and see you know if they are going wrong where are they going wrong how can we help them in any way and it does mean we lose a space on our training course but I'd much rather they felt confident and progressed with it rather than never picked up their tweezers ever again yeah definitely Bye. oh Lucy it's been so good talking to you yes, oh, I lived to my long distance sister I know and hopefully I mean I want to come to World Lash University I just have to see where I'm at with the the baby but yeah it was great last year so I'm hoping to to come along this year yeah definitely hopefully but otherwise I understand <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love unless it's been my baby attached to me which Do it. just won't be the same <laughs> I'll babysit while you have a drink. Oh, please, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll bring her up on stage with me. Oh, please. My presenter. Oh, bring Lona as well. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think Zoe and Julie will be like, what is happening? I'm like, sorry, <laughs> we now got a side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Katie. Thanks for the opportunity. Nice. Thanks. Thanks so much. It's been awesome talking to you, and I'm pretty sure so many people are going to be inspired by this. Oh, thank you. I hope so. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Please leave a review and share on social media tagging at KG Salon so we can share. I always follow them. I always follow them. Until next time, have an amazing, successful week. <laughs>